On January 31st, 1999, the World Wrestling Federation aired its first ever empty arena match between The Rock and Mankind for the WWF Championship. This was filmed in Tucson, Arizona and aired at the halftime of Super Bowl 33 between the Denver Broncos and the Atlanta Falcons, which took place in Miami, Florida. Today, we're going to tell you the story of how we got to this empty arena match. Welcome to Wrestling Stable, where you don't join, you're chosen. Check out our wrestling stories on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and your preferred podcast provider. Mankind was not always the lovable, goofy character that fans fell in love with. He started off as a tortured soul who would yell and pull out chunks of his hair right from his scalp. Going into SummerSlam 1998, he and Kane were the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions. They were on their second reign together. They won the titles from Billy Gunn and the Road Dog, better known as the New Age Outlaws, in a steel cage match on Raw is War. This was Kane's first tag team championship reign and Mick Foley's third overall. They lost the titles to reigning World Wrestling Federation champion Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker at Fully Loaded in Your House. Then they won them back on an episode of Raw is War. SummerSlam 1998 took place at Madison Square Garden and was dubbed the Highway to Hell. Instead of trying to regain the tag team titles, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker faced off against each other for Austin's World Wrestling Federation Championship. Also at this event, Kane and Mankind defended their tag team titles once again against the New Age Outlaws. This time in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Mankind had to start this match off alone as Kane could not be found and Mr. McMahon still talked Mankind into defending the championships alone. The Monday before, Kane and Mankind faced off against each other in a Hell in a Cell match. The New Age Outlaws came to take care of business though. Kane never showed up during the match and after beating the crap out of Mankind and hitting a spike pile driver on a tag title, the road dog Jesse James and the badass Billy Gunn became the new tag team champions of the world. Then they threw Mankind into a dumpster where we saw that Kane was in there the whole time. Kane drove a sledgehammer right into Mankind and closed the dumpster lid. After SummerSlam, Mankind began a transformation in character. With Vince McMahon hospitalized after an attack by The Undertaker and Kane, Mankind paid him a visit to deliver chocolates because Vinny has a sweet tooth and introduce him to Yurpo the Clown to cheer him up. This is also where Mankind dropped to the ground and introduced the world to Mr. Sacco. Mr. Sacco kissed Mr. McMahon's cast, but Vince was not having it. He kicked Mankind, Sacco, and Yerpo the Clown out of the room. Mankind began putting the sock on his hand before applying his finisher, the Mandible Claw, stuffing a smelly sock into the mouth of opposing wrestlers. The sweat sock became massively popular with the fans, mainly because of commentator Jerry the King Lawler 
referring to it as being a dirty, smelly, sweaty, repulsive sock. Mankind saw the WWF owner as a father figure, and this allowed McMahon to manipulate him into doing his bidding. On an episode of Raw, Vince was in the back with the big boss man to ask Mankind for a favor. Mankind agreed before ever being told what the favor was. McMahon said that he did not want him to interfere in the next match between Ken Shamrock and The Rock. Mankind even said, I trust you so much. This is when McMahon unveiled the first ever World Wrestling Federation Hardcore Championship belt. He awarded it to Mankind and said, Mick, you earned it. Mankind kissed the belt and said that he loved it. Vince told him that he may have gained another son tonight and that this really excited Mankind. He even called McMahon dad as he rolled away in his wheelchair, which Vince did not want to hear. Mankind was then pushed as the favorite to win the World Wrestling Federation Championship at Survivor Series, as McMahon appeared to be manipulating the tournament so that Mankind would win. He and The Rock both reached the finals. In the finals, McMahon turned on Mankind. As The Rock placed Mankind in the sharpshooter, McMahon ordered the timekeeper to ring the bell, even though Mankind did not submit a reference to the Montreal Screwjob from the year before. As a result of Survivor Series, Mankind officially turned face while The Rock turned heel and became the crown jewel in McMahon's new corporation faction. After weeks of trying to get his hand on the corporation, Mankind received a title shot against The Rock at rock bottom in your house. Mankind won the match by using his mandible claw hold with the Mr. Sacco on his hand and the referee declared The Rock had become unresponsive. But McMahon overruled the title change because Mankind did not keep his pre-match promise to make The Rock submit. After several weeks of going after the corporation, Mankind defeated The Rock to win his first WWF championship on December 29, 1998. The tape show was broadcast on January 4, 1999. The head of rival promotion WCW, Eric Bischoff, attempting to take advantage of the fact that their show Monday Night Show aired live while Mankind's title victory was taped the week before, had announcer Tony Schiavone reveal the ending of the Mankind Rock match before it aired. He then sarcastically said, that'll put a lot of butts in the seats. Mankind lost the WWF Championship to The Rock in an I Quit match at Royal Rumble 1999. During the match, Foley took several violent and dangerous bumps from The Rock all over the arena, including repeated steel chair shots to the head and a fall from the stands onto solid electrical objects, which sparked upon impact. The match ended after Mankind lost consciousness, and The Rock's allies played a recording of Mankind saying, I quit, from an earlier interview he did with Shane McMahon. Mankind had trusted Mr. McMahon, who turned against him and aligned with The Rock, the corporate champion. The two had faced off in the finals of the Survivor Series tournament, had a match at rock bottom, and even had an I quit match. That means that they had to think outside of the box for their next match. The night after the Royal Rumble, The Rock was in the ring. 
Mankind showed up and attacked armored guards. They are protecting The Rock's $100,000 that he received from Mr. McMahon. Mankind took the money and then entered the arena. Mankind said that The Rock has his belt and he has The Rock's money. He starts giving it out to the audience. He says that he does not remember saying the words, I quit, and then The Rock is not the champion. Mankind says there will be millions and millions of people bored during the halftime of the big game. He wants a rematch, and he doesn't want any people in the arena. He says one of them is going to walk out WWF champion, and one is going to get their ass beat all over an empty arena. This leads us to the next match of this rivalry between Mankind and The Rock at halftime heat. The Rock defending the World Wrestling Federation Championship against Mankind in the first ever empty arena match. Michael Cole announces that the only people inside the arena will be WWF owner, Mr. McMahon, who will be the commentator. Referee Earl Hebner, who will count the one, two, three, and the two participants. This is a no holds barred, no disqualification, false count anywhere match. We see that Mankind has someone drop him off at the arena in an older car, and The Rock shows up in a limousine with Mr. McMahon. The Rock makes his entrance with the WWF Championship over his shoulder and Mr. McMahon by his side. McMahon goes to commentary to call this match. Now and throughout the match, we see Shane McMahon and Kevin Kelly sitting ringside in an arena with people reacting to the match. Mankind then makes his entrance. The match starts off in the ring, but does not stay there very long. The two spill to the outside of the ring and then the empty seats. The Rock begins to bury Mankind under a bunch of chairs. Then The Rock picks up a metal folding chair from ringside and hits Mankind over the head with it. The Rock goes up to Mr. McMahon and he is handed the announcer headset. McMahon looks on smugly as The Rock cuts a promo. In the background, we see Mankind rise up from the pile of chairs like a phoenix from the ashes with Mr. Sacco on his hand and he walks over and applies a mandible claw to The Rock. The Rock breaks free of the two climb up the staircase of the arena. The Rock goes up first and hides from Mankind. He grabs an aluminum trash can and hits Mankind with that so hard that Mankind slides halfway down the stairs. Mankind and The Rock make their way to the kitchen. The Rock throws Mankind onto a pile of cotton candy and then takes Sako off of his hand and puts it into the oven. The Rock continues to throw him all around the kitchen. Then they make their way to catering. This basically turns into a one-man food fight. Mankind gets covered with tons of food. Then they make their way to an office where The Rock answers the ringing phone while continuing the beatdown. Finally, they make their way to the loading dock. Mankind applies a mandible claw with Mr. Sacco and lays the rock out on the ground by a forklift. He asks a forklift driver to get out, please, and Mankind takes control of the forklift and lowers the lift with a pallet and some barrels down on top of the rock. Then Mankind gets on top of that. 
The Rock is trapped and the referee counts the one, two, three. Mankind wins the match and the WWF Championship. Mankind screams, Adrian, I did it again. And the show goes off the air. This would not be the last match in the rivalry between The Rock and Mankind. The two competed in a last man standing match at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, as well as a ladder match for the championship the night after. The next step in their journey would be for them to form a team as the Rock and Sock connection, but this empty arena match was a critical match for both wrestlers and truly a first for the WWF. Check out the Wrestling Stable podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and your preferred podcast provider for more wrestling stories. For news and updates, visit us at WrestlingStable.com, where you don't join, you're chosen.